Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he continued, on what occurs here, on page 369, as point number 70, that Imam al-Barbahari, rahimahullah, he said, وَالْإِيمَانُ بِأَنَّ الْمَيِّتَ يُقْعَدُ فِي قَبْرِهِ وَتُرْسَلُ فِيهِ رُوحُ حَتَّى يَسْأَلَهُ مُنْكَرٌ وَنَكِيرٌ عن الإيمان وشرائعه ثم تسل روحه بلا ألم ويعرف الميت الزائر إذا زاره ويتنعم المؤمن في القبر ويؤذب, ويؤذب الفاجر كيف شاء الله He said and to have Iman that the deceased will be made to sit up in his grave and his soul will be restored to him in order that Munkar and Nakir should question him about Iman and its required duties then his soul will be gently removed from him without any pain and the deceased recognizes the one who visits him and the deceased recognizes the one who visits him when he visits him and the believer will experience bliss in the grave and the wicked will be punished as Allah wishes So Shaykh Al-Fawzan, he said in explanation of these two points, points number 70 and 71, he said his saying, وَالْإِيمَانُ بِأَنَّ الْمَيِّتَ يُقْعَرُ فِي قَبْرِهِ He's saying, and to have Iman that the deceased will be made to sit up in his grave. He said, it is obligatory to have Iman that the deceased will be made to sit up in his grave and his soul will be restored to his body and two angels will come to him one of them is Munkar and the other is An-Nakir so they will both question him and this is Al-Fitnatu Fil-Qabr this is the trial in the grave and it is the most severe thing that will come upon the deceased if he is saved from this trial then he will be saved from that which comes after it and if he is not saved from this trial then he will be destroyed there will be no salvation for him the two of them will ask him about three matters Manrabbuk who is your Lord? So the believer will say, Rabbi Allah. My Lord is Allah. <coughs> Whereas the Munafiq, the hypocrite will say, Ah, ah, la adri. Ah, ah, I do not know. Then they will say to him, Madinu, what is your religion? So the believer will say, My religion is Al Islam. 
Whereas the hypocrite and the doubter will say, Ha, ha, la I do not know. Then they will say to him, Man Nabiyuk, who is your prophet? So the believer will reply, My prophet is Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Whereas the hypocrite will say, Ha, ha, la Ah, uh, uh, I do not know. And just as a small side point, then Sheikh Suhaimi, in his explanation, in his lessons on this, he mentions this will be the, the answer of the hypocrite and the doubter. I do not know. Even if in this world he knew the answer. If in this world the hypocrite knew what, what the Muslim says, but he will not be able to say it on that day. The only one who will be able to say that answer will be the true believer. Even the hypocrite who knew what the answer is in this life, he will not be able to say it on that day. Then Sheikh Rauzan said, So the believer will have his grave extended wide for him. And he will have bedding provided for him from paradise. And a door will be opened for him leading to paradise. And this pleasant wind and pleasant fragrance will come upon him and he will experience bliss in his grave. Whereas the kafir, the disbeliever and the hypocrite his grave will be restricted upon him and he will be given bedding from the fire and a door to the fire will be opened for him and its heat and its poisonous wind will come upon him. Again, as a small side point here, then you can find all of this mentioned in the hadith of Al-Bara ibn Azib radiallahu anhumah. Reported by Al-Bukhari as hadith 1369 and reported by Muslim as hadith 2871 in abridged form and in longer form by Imam Ahmad in his Musnad and by Abu Dawood in his Sunan. It's hadith 4753. And also on this, this uh, side point here, as for the angels being named as Munkar and Nakir, then that occurs in the hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu reported by Tirmidhi, as said hadith 1071, declared authentic by Shaykh al-Rani, with the wording, so hadith of Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says, when the deceased is placed in his grave, or he said, one of you is placed in his grave, then two angels, black, blue, come to him. One of them is called Al-Munkar, and the other is called Al-Nakir. The Hadith. Back to the explanation of Shaykh Al-Fawzan, then he said, in the continuation here, and this is the meaning of his saying, حتى يسأله منكر ونكير عن الإيمان وشرائه and his soul will be restored to him so that munkar and nakir can ask him about iman, about true faith and about its legislated duties again a small side point here when Sheikh Ahmad al-Najmi he said in his explanation on this point 
that they, you, they will ask about Iman and about its shara'i its, its legislated laws or legislated duties and Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi said perhaps what he intended by this questioning or perhaps what he intended by this is the general questioning I mean the general questions that we've already heard who is your Lord, what's your religion, who is your Prophet he said because I do not know anything from the Sunnas which indicates that there will be questions about the details of Islam and Iman about that to know anything authentic in the Sunnah that the angels will ask about the, you know, the detailed details of Islam and Iman but rather just the, the questions will be about in general who is your Lord who is your Prophet what is your religion and likewise on the point that came ثُمَّ تُرْسَلُوا ثُمَّ تُسَلُّوا بِلَا أَلَمْ then his soul will be taken out of him again without any pain and when questions are finished his soul will be gently taken out of him without any pain on this point again Sheikh Ahmad said Sheikh Ahmad al-Najmi Rahimahullah Bila Alam without any pain he said meaning without the pain which occurred for him at his first death when he died and he experienced the pain of death but here at this point when the angels when they questioned him then his soul is taken out again then he will not at that point experience the pain of death there and his soul is taken again from him then Shaykh al-Fawzan he said in his explanation his saying وَيَعْرِفُ الْمَيِّتُ الزَّائِرَ إِذَا زَارَهُمْ and the deceased recognizes the one who visits him when he visits him the deceased recognizes or is aware of the one who visits him when he visits him Shaykh Fawzan said and therefore it is legislated to visit the graves because the deceased takes comfort in the presence of the one who visits him and this is from the affairs of the Barazakh the intermediate period in that period in between the life of this world and the life of the hereafter the Barazakh intermediate, the barrier period we do not know about the affairs of the hereafter and the affairs of the intermediate period except what is established by proof because it is from the, the Ilmul Ghaib it is from the knowledge of the hidden and the unseen which is not known except by Allah the perfect and most high and it is not to be derived from this that anything can be requested from the deceased such that it is said since he knows the one who comes to him then why shouldn't we request what we need from him Sheikh Razan said we say this was not legislated by Allah the perfect and most high nothing may be requested from the deceased the companions, the sahaba the companions had not used to request anything from the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa even though he was alive in his grave 
sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in a life of the Barzakh a life of the intermediate period not the life of this world and also a small side point here before carrying on and again Shaykh Ahmad al-Najmi rahimahullah he said with regard to this point and the deceased and the deceased in the grave he recognizes the one who visits him recognizes and is aware of the one who visits him Shaykh Ahmad said this is built this is based upon the authenticity of the hadith which occurs about that but there is disagreement about its authenticity with regard to what I know as far as I know there is disagreement about its authenticity then they mention in the footnotes the verifier Khalid al-Rodadi said there are a number of ahadith which mention that the deceased recognizes the one who visits him when he visits him and takes comfort from his visit however nothing from them is authentic nothing from them is authentic none of these narrations are authentic and finally on this point likewise Sheikh Saleh al-Sahimi he said in his explanation this is something which I do, do not know any proof for in the point that the deceased in the grave he recognizes one who visits him Sheikh al said this is something which I do not know any proof for rather what is indicated by the proof is just that he hears the footsteps <coughs> in the footsteps of those who depart after they are buried that's all that we know in authentic texts that the deceased hears their footsteps whilst departing we don't know any more than that then Shaykh Al-Fawzan he finished this point by saying he's saying وَيَتَنَعْمُ الْمُؤْمِنُ فِي الْقَبْرِ وَيُعَذَّبُ الْفَاجِرُ كَيْفَ شَاءَ اللَّهِ and the believer will experience bliss in the grave and the wicked will be punished however Allah wishes Shaykh Al-Fawzan said from the fundamentals of Iman true faith is to have Iman in the punishment of the grave and in its bliss contrary to the Mu'tazila those who deny this they say the deceased in his grave is just the same as when we placed him in it he receives no torment and no bliss basing this or relying in this upon their intellects and what they see and their own thinking and they do not believe in the alayn in the hidden and the unseen the Sheikh said I mean, as we heard when Sheikh Farah Hafidullah was here this is what they say is meaning they say look if we open a grave up when we look at the deceased we don't see anything we don't see him in uh, any enjoyment we don't see any, uh, anything from paradise there and we don't see the opposite we don't see any fire and we don't see any of the like of that so therefore, therefore they deny it they, they, they say we, we rely upon what we can see and physically experience and we don't see any of that so, so they deny it so, as Sheikh Fawzan said they do not believe in the vague here they do not believe in the hidden and unseen then he said an analogy is not to be made between this world and the hereafter 
or between the hereafter and this world. So it is upon you to have Iman, true faith, in the way, the hidden and the unseen. In other words, yes. Meaning, that just because if we, open, if we open a grave up, we don't see anything happening in, in that grave, it's something that we deny that he has been punished, or feeling bliss. Fazan said, and the punishment of the grave and the bliss of the grave is established. Indeed, it is mutawatir in the ahadith. It's something that occurs every level of transmission narrations, just so many that every level of transmission, there's so many people who report it, that it's impossible they could have got together and lied upon it. It's mutawatir. That the deceased will either be punished in his grave or otherwise he will experience bliss. So whoever denies the punishment of the grave and he knows of the texts and he knows of the proofs then he is a kafir, he is a disbeliever. But as for the one who denies it on account of ta'wil, wrong interpretation or taqlid, just blindly following somebody else in that saying or al-jahl, or ignorance, he's ignorant of it. Then this person, the truth is to be made clear to him. And if he then persists, after it has been clearly explained, then he is judged to be a disbeliever. <coughs>